My girlfriend's entitled rich parents don't think that I'm wealthy enough or good enough to be dating their daughter. And now, because of their condescending actions and their awful comments about me, I am seriously second-guessing this relationship, and now I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So my girlfriend and I have been together for almost three years. 99% of the time, we are absolutely amazing. She's funny and smart, and we have a lot of shared interests. But every time we visit her family, I start doubting everything. They are are very wealthy, which by itself is not a bad thing, but they're also very fixated on being rich and have a habit of placing the monetary value of things and people over everything else. I come from a very middle class background and I have a good education and a decent career that I enjoy, but I'm definitely not rich. Because of this, they view me as a loser. For example, yesterday we made the two hour drive to her parents' house in my Honda that is fairly new. When we got there, her mom immediately ordered ordered me to park the car behind the house so the neighbors wouldn't see my car in front of it. She was actually furious that we didn't bring my girlfriend's Land Rover, which they bought for her as a birthday gift this year. My girlfriend doesn't like to drive on long trips, and I'm not allowed to drive the Land Rover per her parents, so we had to bring my Honda instead. My girlfriend's dad has never spoken to me directly. Even when she introduced me the first time, he turned to my girlfriend and said, what does he even do? So we went in her house and I gave her dad the usual Merry Christmas, and he gave me the usual disinterested glance. One more example that really sticks out is that last year I made the mistake of bringing a bottle of wine. It was a $25 bottle, which was pretty pricey for me, and I even had the wine store lady help me pick it out. My girlfriend's mom told me to put it in the kitchen, and guess what? They didn't even open it while we were there, and she later admitted to my girlfriend that they would re-gift it to their housekeeper because it was gas station garbage, as they put it. Overall, we managed to get through the day yesterday without much drama, except for the car thing, which would normally be counted as a win for me. But today, I keep thinking about the whole situation with her family, and I'm wondering if I really even want to deal with these people for the rest of my life. My girlfriend and I have tossed around the possibility of getting married more than once, but I know they'll never accept me. If we get married, I'll have to see them a lot more than just once a year. My girlfriend has given up trying to defend me to her parents and just ignores their garbage most of the time, but I can tell it bothers her too. They bankroll a big chunk of her lifestyle, and I think that she's worried they'll cut her off if she pushes too hard, and they've even threatened to do that over other things as well. So, not to sound like a complete jerk, but am I wasting my time here? Is this relationship doomed? My girlfriend always tells me she doesn't care what her family thinks, but I'm not sure if that's true anymore. She always tries to downplay how awful they are to me, but I know I'll never be good enough for them, even if I'm good enough for her. What should I do? Wow, what a nasty situation to be stuck in. First off, I want to say that your girlfriend's parents are absolutely awful. This type of attitude of treating people below you all because something doesn't add up financially to them is completely toxic and so unwarranted. I mean, do these people really have to act like they're better than pretty much everybody else around them? Like, seriously, is this really how they want to act? How do they function in normal society? Do they hold their nose up and scoff at anybody who isn't covered in expensive clothing or driving the most expensive cars on planet Earth? Like, guess what? Most of the people in the world do not have unlimited money to do with as they please. I will personally never understand anybody who acts this way because it's so rude and it's so condescending and it is honestly so unnecessary. But more to the point, it really is disappointing to see that they won't be accepting you as any kind of future son-in-law. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. This is absolutely what you're going to have to deal with probably for the rest of your marriage. And that, unfortunately, is a giant 
red flag. Your girlfriend has tried to stand up for you. She's tried to tell them, hey, look, I really do like this guy, but they still will not budge and treat you with some semblance of respect. I mean, they seriously made you move your car just so the neighbors wouldn't see it parked in front of their house. Like, that's insane to me. You've tried to be kind, you've tried to be generous, you've tried to be cordial, and all these other things, but it is still not good enough for these people. It's also a giant red flag that your girlfriend's lifestyle is very much dictated by her parents. They apparently bankroll a big chunk of her life, and that is really not good, because you can bet they basically run her life. They decide what she can and cannot do, and that really will be a detriment in your future marriage if you decide to go that route. So I seriously don't blame you for second-guessing this relationship. You love your girlfriend. You obviously really care about her. But I don't blame you for thinking this might not be worth it based on the way your girlfriend's parents are treating you. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out. Link down below in the description. I broke up with my girlfriend after two and a half years of being together. And I'm not sure if I made the right decision. And at this point, I don't know what to do. So recently, I broke up with my girlfriend. Reason being is that she has a history of being verbally awful, of calling me names, attacking my character, and stuff along those lines. And I've talked about this online anonymously on different accounts. However, all of my posts have a similar pattern in one way or another, and it all comes back to the way she talks to me. We took a week break back in March because of this exact thing, and it almost broke our relationship, but I ended up going back to her to try and make things right. However, I've been on edge and contemplating things ever since then. She doesn't call me a jerk or say the F word towards me or anything like that, but she still has a bad temper at times. Besides what she said to me, I feel like she was always disagreeing with me just for the points of contention. Half the time, our points of view weren't even really different. She would just disagree with me, then repeat basically what I said back to her using different wording of some kind, which honestly can become very tiresome. I think overall, we're both somehow disagreeable people, and we butt heads over certain things. Anyways, this all came to a head several days ago. I made reservations at her favorite restaurant, which isn't cheap by the way, and I took her to dinner. When we got home, she got on the couch and said that she was cold, and I asked if I could turn the AC up to 77. I got up, and I think I turned it up to 76 or something like that. Anyways, a few minutes later, she got up, saw the thermostat, and started getting really nasty with me, saying how inconsiderate I am. I'm so selfish, and apparently I can't think about anyone but myself. I apologized at first, then I calmly, but somewhat annoyed, told her that we just had a great dinner, and I just wanted to have a relaxing evening overall. But that didn't seem to matter, and she continued to sulk and have a really bad attitude for the next hour. I can remember laying there thinking that this is a pattern of behavior, and I'm tired of feeling like garbage every time something small like this happens. I have been feeling this way off and on for months, and it still hasn't gone away. I kept thinking to myself, am I wasting my time here? What if we had a kid and I can't leave then? I don't know, is this person even going to make me happy in life? What if I waste two more years here and this just doesn't get better? The next day, one of our mutual friends got engaged, and my girlfriend has been pressuring me for an engagement recently, which I have been putting off for the reasons above. I just think to myself, can I really deal with this person forever? And honestly, my answer to myself is that I strongly don't think so. I have told her that it would be next year before I'm ready to try and make that commitment, and it would all be pending on if our relationship continues down a good path, since we did almost just break up. She wasn't originally happy with this, but accepted it, or so I thought. Anyways, she put the screws to me again, and said if I don't propose to her by the end of this year, then she would leave me. I told her that she keeps making me feel pressured, and reiterated that we had almost just broken up three months ago, and I wanted more time than just six months to make sure our issues are sorted 
out. Some of these issues have been, but obviously her demeanor still eats at me. And I only think making sure that we're good is the logical thing to do before making a commitment like getting married. She said that I should be fully ready to marry her and that she regrets staying with me during the first year of our relationship. And that's right when we had some issues. She said that she should have left me and found someone who appreciates her. At that point, I snapped and I told her that she's right and I want to end things. She moved her stuff out and here I am. I do feel a slight relief, but I also feel a huge loss and I wonder if I made the right call. I do miss her a lot, but I'm seriously unsure of what to do. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Honestly, the way your girlfriend was acting was seriously messed up. For starters, she was treating you like garbage. I think you need to remember that moving forward. And also, she was being very toxic towards you when it comes to getting engaged. She was putting an immense amount of pressure on you, and that just doesn't seem fair at all. Especially with her saying that she's going to break up with you at the end of the year if you don't propose. Like, what is that about? Her demeanor, the way that she's talking to you, as well as all the pressure she's putting on you just to get engaged, all because a friend got engaged, that to me is something you do not 
not need in your life. So it doesn't sound like this was a good relationship, to be completely honest. And at least from my perspective, it kind of seems like you dodged an absolute basket case. And you've got it right. Would she have made you happy throughout the rest of your life? And I think my answer along with yours was probably not. It doesn't seem like she had your best interest in mind and she was just going to treat you like garbage. So good for you for making a really hard decision because I think you're going to be a lot better off than what you've currently been dealing with. Am I the jerk for telling my uncle off after he yelled at my little brother for being afraid of loud noises? Here's what happened. So my five-year-old brother doesn't like loud noises. It scares him intensely and will make him hide underneath a table or a bed for hours. We are doing our best, but it's hard. His fear is getting worse. He doesn't have autism or anything like that either. We talked to doctors and stuff about it. We were invited to a dinner which we went to, and sure, they can be loud, but my brother can handle regular people noise. It's the loud, booming sort of sounds that really terrify him. Fireworks, thunder, loud barking, or sometimes when people speak into a microphone or something like that. Well, my dad, some uncles and cousins were watching some sports games, and they got carried away. They screamed when someone scored, and it freaked my little brother out so badly that I genuinely thought he was having a seizure or something like that. He was sitting on one of my cousins, so he was right in the middle of it, and I think it overstimulated him or something like that. My dad immediately picked him up and comforted him, and one of my uncles rolled his eyes and said, that's a bit dramatic, don't you think? My mom tried to explain that he has an issue with loud noises, but my uncle wasn't having it for some reason and said that it doesn't matter and that the kid made things awkward. My mom said she was sorry and tried ending the conversation there, but my uncle was all like, don't take him out of the house if he's going to throw a tantrum over people cheering. This is the real world and people don't tolerate kids like they used to. My mom said she wasn't trying to keep her son inside all day for his and other people's comfort, especially over something uncontrollable, but my uncle wasn't letting it go. He kept calling my parents irresponsible for letting my brother's behavior go on for so long and said it's making him resent his nephew. I cut in and was like, you're literally 40 years old beefing with a little kid. You should go home. He immediately said that I was rude and then he told my mom that they really are terrible parents, but he shut up and eventually did go home with his wife who lectured me about being disrespectful as well. Everyone else was understanding and said that it was okay, but my grandma yelled at me later and told me that I'm not allowed to talk to my uncle like that and apparently I'm stupid because we all know my uncle isn't good at putting himself in other people's shoes. So should I have been the bigger person in this situation? What should I do? Your uncle was completely out of line. First off, good for you for standing up for your little brother. Maybe he's like neurodivergent or something like that or there's something else going on that really makes him afraid of loud noises. But mostly, your uncle was just being a jerk. You do not go after other people's kids like that and you don't go after the parents and be like, oh, you're a bad parent because your kid has this reaction to loud noises. Your grandma is also completely wrong. Your uncle absolutely has no empathy for people around them, and they've obviously tried to skirt around this issue for several years, I bet. This is probably behavior from your uncle that everybody else just put up with, and you're probably one of the first people to actually say something about it. And that says more about them than it does about you. So no, you're not the jerk for standing up for your little brother. Your uncle was being very overbearing, and there's no reason for him to talk to a five-year-old like that. An entitled Karen insults me at my fast food job, claiming that my attitude is awful and that I need to apologize, despite the fact that I didn't do anything wrong and I was only trying to help her with her order. Here's what happened. So I work at a local fast food restaurant in my hometown, and this lady pulled up and ordered a kid's meal with a burger, as well as onion rings and a strawberry lemonade. I read her back the order and she said to me, yes, that's correct, and then I gave her the total. She then comes to the window and I charge her, and I hand her the food, and she 
proceeds to say, this is not what I ordered. I wanted a kid's meal with a side of onion rings, but whatever, I guess I'll take it. I said to her, oh no, we can fix it if you want us to. That's not a problem. She then said, yeah, you should because it's not what I ordered. Now, I asked her three times if she wanted fries or tater tots with the kid's meal because it comes with one or the other. And she said, I just want what I ordered. I just closed the window, walked over to my manager because at this point I was dumbfounded. I've never had a customer act like this one over an incorrect order because normally we just tell them, oh, that's fine. We'll just fix it then. And they say, okay, thank you. This was honestly a first for me. My manager opens the window and asked her what she wants because she wouldn't tell me. And then she said, just give me fries. So we went and got some and then we handed it to her. She then said, your attitude sucks. I said to her, I never had an attitude with you. I was trying to figure out what side you wanted for your kid's meal. We wanted to try and make this right and fix your order. You were rude to me from the beginning. She just said to me, yeah, but you could apologize and be nicer about it. Like, are you kidding me? I was nice to you from the beginning. You were the one with the attitude when I was trying to get your order fixed. She then screamed at us that she's never coming back and then she drove off. Now, I was going to give her a coupon for free food next time, but I said forget that. Never in almost three years of working at this place have I had a customer speak to me like that. The customers typically are always appreciative of my efforts and even tell me that I'm very sweet and I do a good job. So for this entitled Karen to say that my attitude sucks really blows my mind. Like seriously, take a look in the mirror, Karen. Yours isn't any better. So you know what? Go take your kid's meal and run off because I'm personally glad that you will never come back. Yeah, some people are so obnoxious. There is literally no reason for that lady to be acting that way and to treat you like garbage. Like seriously, working in customer service is already hard enough. You have to deal with people on a daily basis and some of these people are just like the entitled Karen of this story. They're rude and they try to blame their rudeness on you. Like lady, we tried to clarify what you wanted like seven times, but you were never clear on what you wanted and when you got what you didn't wanted, suddenly it's everybody's fault except for yours. But you know what? Thankfully, this lady thought her never coming back was some kind of punishment because in reality, if she never came back to that store, I'm sure that the original poster would only be happy to never see that lady ever again. An entitled Karen refuses to leave until she gets a refund on a product that is very clearly not broken. And despite explaining our store policy, she simply wouldn't take no for an answer. Here's what happened. So let me try to set the scene. There was myself, my colleague, who I will refer to as my workmate, as well as a customer who is the entitled Karen of this story. It was a Saturday in the middle of winter in the middle of the afternoon. My workmate and I had a tradition of placing football bets together every time we work together on a Saturday. So there we are, discussing the football as the matches are being played, hoping that our bets came through. And it's right about then that the entitled Karen walks into the shop. Now, at first, she seemed like a lovely lady. She was your typical person from North England. She was 50-something years old, and she was very polite. Now, for context, I used to work in a vape shop back in the day. So she told us that she had been smoking for a lot these past years and had finally decided to try and give it up. It had been a quiet afternoon, so we both decided to help her rather than one of us taking the reins. In the end, she ended up buying one of the most basic of starter kits. I can't remember the price exactly, but it was somewhere in the region of $15, which is by far not the expensive vape that you can buy because some of them exceed $100, but it's more than good enough to quit smoking. Anyway, she bought it and tried it and seemed pretty happy with it, and off she went. About half an hour later, she comes back in saying she has an issue with it, which really is no problem. Technology is sometimes faulty. It happens. My workmate is dealing with regular customers at this point, so I'm dealing with her. She explains that the liquid inside the vape is spitting into her mouth, and she doesn't like it, so she wants a refund. I explained to her that we have a policy of 
testing sold equipment before we can refund it. She seems fine with this and I ask her to come back in an hour or so and I'll either have a solution or a refund waiting for her. So I start by just giving the device a full charge. It was a tiny battery and was pretty much charged at the point of sale anyways. However, it was worth doing and after it had reached the full battery, I began my tests at this point. The regular customer and my workmate are just chatting away in the background and I'm using a hygiene tip which is just a rubber thing that we placed over the mouthpiece and I begin using the device as it's meant to be used as normal and it is indeed spitting liquid out. Now, I must stress this. I had been working in the vape industry for years by this point and I had been using them for years before that and I could just tell it wasn't an issue with the device itself but rather it was the little pod that was inside. The hour passed and the woman came in. It had begun sleeting at this point and she was a little bit more angry because she had to wait around in town in this weather. She approaches me and asks for an update and I explained to her exactly what I believe the issue to be. I tell her I will replace the pod inside completely free of charge and it should be good to go. But this entitled Karen is not happy with this solution and tells me that it's broken and she just wants a refund. I tell her that won't be possible as the device isn't faulty and it is only the pod. By this point, my workmate is standing next to me trying to help out if needed. The Karen starts babbling on about how she wants a refund and all this other garbage. And while she's doing this, I'm replacing the pod to prove to her that it's okay. Once I had replaced it, I tried it out. Then I handed it to her for her to try herself. She placed it down and says, no, I want a refund. Now, me and my workmate are both standing there saying it won't be possible, and that's because the device isn't faulty. She then turns around and says the one thing that I'm sure we're all sick of hearing. The customer is always right. Now, my immediate reaction is just to shake my head. However, my workmate's reaction is a little bit more unprofessional. He just looked at her, laughed, and said BS. This Karen had obviously never had this reaction from someone who worked in retail before because she just blew up, spouting the typical garbage, saying stuff like, I want to speak to the manager and stuff like that. The manager and owner of the store wasn't in, so she demanded his personal number to get in touch with him. We refused because that's his personal number and it's not for hers to have. I'm actually in shock at my workmate's response to this Karen. It took me a few seconds to gather my thoughts before I offered to ring the manager on her behalf. She accepts and I do ring him and explain the situation from our side first and then I hand the phone to her. She goes on some sort of rant about how the staff in this shop are just disgusting and that we need shutting down. They talk on the phone for five minutes. I walk away because at this point I'm just done with the situation. She approaches me afterwards and hands me the phone saying the owner wants to talk to me with a smug look on her face. I begin speaking to him on the phone and he just says to me look just give her the refund. It's not worth the hassle and that was that. I processed the refund for her and she was on her way. She practically skipped out of the store. About an hour or so later close to closing time the owner shows up. He looks at us and started laughing stating that he would have said the exact same thing in that situation. The whole time my workmate was convinced that he was about to lose his job and all because of this stupid entitled Karen. Yeah that lady was being super obnoxious. You know what the customer is never right. The customer very rarely knows what they want and most of the time they will just throw a fit until they get what they want. So I don't entirely blame your coworker for the reaction that they had. They were probably sick of Karens like this all the time getting up in their face and screaming constantly. So the fact that he had that kind of reaction is actually really funny. He said what we're all thinking if any of you have ever worked in retail. You know exactly how annoying customers can be and sometimes you wish you could just tell it how it is. And while it definitely sucks that your manager caved to this weird lady, it is good that he still had your back. Because if he didn't, you can bet this would have been a much different situation overall. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications
notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.